0: This is 680-CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. It's cold out there, but it's warm in here, thank God. You know sometimes you meet people and you like them right away? That's the case for the couple I interviewed this week. Randy Cooneraj looks like a guy I would have hung out with in high school, and he actually looks like he's still in high school. He's in his 30s, but he looks super youthful. And his partner, Corinne McKeg, she looks like the girl next door. They are the owners of Cowhouse Restaurant, located at 126 Sherbrooke here in Winnipeg, which opened this spring, and they came in the studio to tell me all about it. All right, so you guys, welcome to The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. How are you?
1: Good, good. How are good. you? Thank I'm, you. Very mm-hmm. I'm very
0: good. I'm very good. Thanks for lunch the other day in your restaurant. It was uh, That breakfast bowl was awesome. Okay, let's start with first who you guys are. All right, uh, Randy Cunaraj. Yeah. I said that correct again. That's right, yeah. I spelled it right off the internet. <laughs> and Corinne McKaig. Yes, uh, let, let's hear about how you guys first got into the restaurant industry.
1: Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go. go first. Uh, I started cooking, I think, over 12 years ago. I was 12 years ago, I was just in university, just needed a part-time job. Didn't cook at all before that. Couldn't Never. not cook, had no skill whatsoever. Seriously. None. No interest. So I think, I think that was when I was 21, 22. And then I just- uh, was aren't, aren't you by. like 23 right now? <laughs> 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 Are you looking? <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I was walking by. I think it was Wasabi on Osborne there, and I just dropped off my, my resume just because I needed a job. And I thought I was going to be a server because I didn't think anyone would want me in the kitchen. So they threw me in the kitchen, and from then on, I just I just kept cooking, and I went to school. went to Bird River. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you liked it? Yeah, like, I liked were it. Were really you surprised that you liked it?
1: I was I was surprised I liked it because I didn't like cooking at all before that.
0: What about your, your relatives? Like, okay, everybody who knows you knows, you know, at that point, they- You don't cook. You know you are cooking, but what are they thinking as you're going through this?
1: Uh, they didn't. uh, Well, my mom didn't really accept it as a career in the beginning. Yeah, she's like, "Why are you going to go to school to cook? You can. It's not going to pay. It's not going. You know, it's the pay is not good. You might as well go and be." a pharmacist or work for Boeing or something like that, something that pays well, has benefits, and, and she didn't accept it in the beginning, but now now she loves it because <laughs> all I do is ask her questions.
0: <laughs> and I'm coming for, for dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so after that, what happened?
1: So I went to school, and, and then I just, kept, I just kept cooking. I just tried to cook in a lot of different uh, kitchens and restaurants, you know, trying to make myself as versatile as I could. Worked at the squash club, worked at Bonfire Bistro, uh, did six years. In Japanese cuisine, uh, working with wasabi and and a whole bunch of other places, so I tried to make myself as versatile as I could.
0: When you were working at wasabi, so when you started there, at what point did you realize that yeah, you are making this a career?
1: Um, like how long did that take? Not very long. I think it was a few months, and I, 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 it was pretty. I don't know if I it came naturally. My, my it was just I was just good with my hands at the, at that time, and I hated. Sitting down at a desk, you know, I couldn't do university. I couldn't do labs. Couldn't do none of that. I couldn't s- sit at lectures. So I knew that I needed to do something that was, was, was physical.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah, you're smiling and laughing as he says he can't sit down if he's that way now. Yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if so I'm it sitting, makes I'm, me feel bad. Yeah, if I'm sitting, I'm
1: squatting or sitting on a milk crate.
2: <laughs>
0: Just taking a little break here. I'm getting yeah. ready to go in the kitchen. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Okay, Karine, how did how did you get into the uh, the industry?
2: Um, I feel like I've been in the industry for probably ten years, but not in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I served for served and managed like restaurants for probably since I was like sixteen, kind of thing. Yeah, like front so, of the house. We're talking. Yeah, front of house, and then I took a break from that and and uh, worked in, I guess, the administration side and did some books for a local um, golf store in the city. And then after, decided that I wanted to cook, and tried that out. And went to school at Red River as well.
0: Yep. Okay. So you are working at administration for a golf store. What What sparked the whole? You know, I feel like cooking.
2: I think I just. I think I've always wanted to cook, and I was just kind of looking for something to make me happy and and so I decided to try it. And yep. I was kind of just looking for something at that point. I think.
0: Uh, did you do a yeah. lot of cooking at home?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I grew up with my mom. I grew up on a farm, so my mom cooked all the time like big lunches and dinners and always loved food yeah. so yeah kind of grew up eating comfort food and it's kind of how everything came about and, yeah. so yeah.
0: You to you decided to go to school what was it what you expected like as you got into it you were you didn't regret it you were like no. okay this is what i want to do
2: yeah it was i had some moments where i didn't realize how hard it was i also had no experience in the kitchen like other than Home cooking, but no knife skills, like, so it was really hard. It yeah. was a big shock for sure. And, yeah, I guess I just decided to keep with it and, and then finally got some kitchen experience through my work experience at the college. And then that's when I decided that I loved it, and I loved the whole atmosphere and the working, the hard work that is involved in it and everything, so...
0: It is a lot of hard work,
2: right?
0: It's different work outside of... It's almost like two different businesses from front and back, right? Like, I have no clue what it's like in back. I always think it's more work in the back of the house. When when I worked serving and bartending and stuff, I always thought, holy smokes, those guys are working their butts off. And of course, you work hard as a server, but you're compensated really well, so it kind of makes up for it,
2: right? So, Yeah, it was an interesting change from the front to the back and Mm -hmm. seeing everything in a totally different perspective and... Um, it would kind of help me in the same way, too, that I did understand the other side of it as well. And it helps me today, actually. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so your own restaurant. Let's talk about a cow restaurant, right? Let's, uh, let's talk about the evolution of that.
1: Okay. Um, I think we just wanted to open a restaurant at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I left. Uh, I left Bonfire Bistro because I wanted to do my own thing. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was, but I just wanted to do my own thing. I, I just wanted to work for myself, be my own boss.
0: Like you knew you wanted to open your own restaurant, didn't know what kind of restaurant.
1: No, no. Um, but I knew it'd be comfort food. I didn't know it was going to be Asian. I, I knew it was going to be something that uh, very casual. You know, I didn't want nothing like anything close to fine dining, anything like that. Um, so, and then it just clicked. Like, let's. Uh, with Queen and I let's let's make food that we love to eat let's make food that we can eat every day the same thing every day mm-hmm. Which uh, the breakfast bowl is the one thing that we almost ate almost every day in the morning yeah I could eat that every day <laughs> that's good so it started from there it started from you know let's just put this on the menu and I love noodles and Queen and loves pasta kind of thing so let's let's start off with you know a section with just noodles a section with just rice and, mm-hmm. and sprinkle in some, some starters in the beginning so that's how it started, and then it just evolved. I there was, I had to scrap maybe a whole bunch of whole bunch of dishes that I really wanted on the menu, but I wanted the menu tight. Mm-hmm. So we scrapped a whole bunch of things, and we and what we have now is 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 the first uh, the first generation of our our menu, yeah.
0: Right. So the things that you scrapped may eventually end up on the menu.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, like Asian food's huge. is huge. There's mm-hmm. there's so much. There's so much to do, and and. Um, so, it, yeah, so we just grabbed the whole bunch and, and it'll come on as specials or it'll, it'll come on in the menu and eventually.
0: When we come back, we're going to talk about the actual restaurant space itself and how Corinne and Randy actually live where they work. Back in a couple minutes. Before the commercial break, Randy and Corinne from Cow House Restaurant on Sherbrooke. were talking about how they created the menu for the restaurant. And now we're going to talk about how they found the space. Let's talk about the space itself and how you found the space and describe to people what the restaurant is. Like you guys physically live in the restaurant and it's a house, right?
1: Right. Um, one day, uh, we well, we were looking for spots and one day I just want to, I decided to go on Kijiji. I never go on Kijiji. I make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I live on Kijiji. <laughs> so you're not insulting anybody by saying you're going
0: on. It's sad. I live on that site.
1: <laughs> no, no. Um, no, I never go on. I just, And then one day I just popped in and I was like, hey, let's go check Kijiji see what's 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 around the city and I think a few days before that we were talking about uh the the location that we have now it was yeah, bad. Sushi. Yeah, It was yeah. a sushi place and we drove by and even like we even stopped in, did we stop or was it was just me and the kids
2: you and the kids yeah
1: me and my kids stopped in and I made them take pictures of the inside and <laughs> we like walked around the back and took a look around
2: yeah I was working and you messaged me and you're like the spots here, and yeah. you're like my heart's beating so fast. And I was like, "What?"
0: But yeah. <laughs> like you, you knew that was the place.
1: I knew his place. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had my eye on that place for years. Yep. I, I'd always drive by and, and think to myself, like, that would be the perfect location.
0: Who's that? Who's that kind of creepy guy driving <laughs> by again? <laughs> <laughs> his low rider and his baseball hat. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> weird. His <laughs> little kids running around taking pictures.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we went to Kijiji. It was there was an open house. We but we missed the first open house, mm-hmm. which kind of like I was like, oh no, yeah. What am I gonna do now? I just
0: find it bizarre. What are the chances that a place that you really like all of a sudden now it's for sale?
1: Yeah, right. And then uh, so I I gave up, but and then I checked I checked again another day, and there was a second open house. There's two more open houses, so we went and checked out the open house, and just like in a blink of an eye, we had the keys. Just like that. He's like, Here, take it. Yeah which is good Maybe sometimes really if you lucky. think
0: about it too much you know just 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 do it right
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it was um like talking to the owners of the building they were saying they had so many offers on it like like i, I don't know how i got it yep. or we got it but there was there was like over 60 offers on the place holy crap yeah
0: they probably just want you to stop following them.
1: <laughs>
0: <fine>. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> okay, so how is it? How do you separate your your work life from your home life when you live at work?
1: I'll let Queen answer that one.
0: Great space, though. I, yeah. When I walked in, thanks again. Thanks for lunch, and thanks <laughs> for lunch that you brought today. Of course, of course. Ooh, we can describe that in a, in a few minutes. <laughs> um, But uh, very cozy, very nice. You know, it's a good size. Mm -hmm. It's not too small and not too large. It's just, I really liked it. So how did you... uh...
2: Well... Now, first, we'll talk
0: about your separation from work and work. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't think we do at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, it is our home, and we spend most of our time there. And actually, all of our friends work with us. We work with all of our friends and family, even. So it is our personal life, and it's our work life, and... And it's nice that we live so close, and we can be there all the time, and it, it's all positive right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the future, we like we do get out when we when we can, like on our days off, like Tuesdays. We try and get out of the house, and then that's our day at least. But
0: are there ever people walking up? Like you're walking out, hey, this is your regular day. You're just regular people in your house. <laughs> yeah. And you're walking out, and some people are like, hey, you open? Or walking up is your.
1: We have a back door, so you
0: can You gotta have a, like a back door, right? You gotta have an escape. Um, when it's open, do people ever wander upstairs thinking it's a more restaurant?
2: People ask about it all the time. Yeah, do they? they? We've had like maybe a couple steps up the stairs, but they're usually looking for the washroom or wondering if there's more seating. And yeah.
0: Alarms <laughs> go off and you tackle them before they get up to the top.
1: <laughs> no, surprisingly, no one, no one tries to go upstairs. I yeah. thought it would be more of that. I thought it would yeah. be more have a few drinks, people having few too many drinks, and then walking upstairs. For sure. And then falling asleep on our sofa. <laughs>
0: Man, yeah. this place is comfortable. <laughs> okay, so you guys told me before you wanted it to feel like uh, people having dinner in your home, which it, it right. truly does, right? Um, so who designed the space?
1: Uh, it was, I, I I left it up to Crean. I told her what I wanted. I said, I, I think I want it to feel like a home. Go.
2: <laughs> 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 and don't disappoint me. <laughs> so yeah. that's all your work? It was scary, yeah. Well, like, for the most part, yeah. We made some decisions together. Because
1: if it was up to me, I would have picked it out. Like, the paint in two seconds. Okay, that's good. That's good. Let's do this. Let's I'm do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like yeah. that, too. Yeah. I'm, yeah. was, I no, you got to think about this. And we, we, we put... Like our first our first coat of paint on the wall, she's like, it looks purple.
2: It was like, purple. I, I don't see purple <laughs> at all. I see brown. Not it looks. It see, was, I see, honey. I see brown that it. Like, it was purple. was asking everyone else, and
1: they're like, oh, yeah, I see purple. Like, I don't see purple at all. Really? I'm not colorblind. Not no. at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that's awesome. Um, okay, so hey, we're getting away from designing the place. Yeah. Who designed the menu? Was it a collaboration on what's going to go on there?
1: Yeah, it's a cl- it was a collaboration. Um, um, a lot of the stuff that's on the menu is is Asian, so it, it, it's all triggered from my memory and me growing up. And then Korean just threw in her like what she thought would go well with the dish, and 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 and, and kind of put our little twist on it. You know, not just like any other Asian restaurant. We wanted to put our twist, put our our touches on it. So Korean, she did she did. Um, on a lot of the dishes, she put her little t- twist on it,
0: which is your version of Asian comfort food, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's what we did, and we just came together on it, and I, I I couldn't I couldn't have done it on my own. It was it was way too big of a task. Like developing menu is huge. It's 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 more than more than people think. It's so so it took it took more than one person to do it.
0: It's a crazy sure. amount of work. I just mm-hmm. get to enjoy the end result, which is a good thing, right? Um, so let's talk about the dish I ate when I when I was there. Breakfast bowl. What's in it? It's a beautiful bowl. <laughs> I'm coming in there every morning upstairs for breakfast just so. You
1: know. So the breakfast bowl it has uh, a garlic fried rice and a garlic fried rice, uh, a longanisa sausage. It's 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 technically pretty much a Filipino dish. Yep. Um, just our version of it, our interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's longanisa sausage, which is a sweet uh, a sweet. It can be sweet or spicy or both. I try to make ours both. Sweet and spicy, um, lumpia, which is little egg rolls that you can find at any like Filipino party, and you can eat tons of them. Yep, mm-hmm. like, people love lumpia. Now, uh, what else is it? Um, a poached egg, a soft poached egg. That's mm-hmm. the you
0: know, just Cracks and nice and mixes in with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because mm. we love eggs. I put eggs in everything. Yeah, if you look nice in the menu, there's nice. eggs in almost everything. <laughs> <That's laughs> so awesome. if you don't like eggs, <laughs> a, may not
0: ball. be the place. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no, it's fantastic. We're going to take a very important news, sports, and weather break, and upon return, Randy and Corinne have brought a dish off their menu for me to try. It's a really tough job, but I think I'll uh, I think I'll get through it. More main ingredient on six eighty CJOB coming up. This is a main ingredient on six eighty CJOB. The news, weather, and sports are coming up next, but afterwards, I'm coming back with Randy and Corinne from Cowhouse Restaurant located at one twenty six Sherbrooke Street to try some of the tasty food they brought into the studio. Back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to the show. This is The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB, and we have food from Cowhouse Restaurant, and owners Randy and Corinna are right here to talk about it. What did you guys bring today? What's this today? Let me open it. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't take it anymore. I was going to talk about something <laughs> else. This food is like staring at me, and I can't take it anymore, and it smells really good.
1: Um, do you want to tell them what it is?
2: Yeah, it's our nam cow on the menu. I'm
1: trying to
0: listen, but I'm just, you know,
2: <laughs> mm, yeah. And it's a Laotian dish, yeah. uh, crispy rice. Um, crispy rice. Coconut, cilantro. It's a little bit spicy.
0: So if I cough or something, then, you know, I'll just press pause on
1: <laughs> this recording. That's
2: okay, yeah. Yeah. And it has the coconut, spicy coconut sauce mm, as well that mm-hmm. you can add to it. And you can, I eat it with a spoon, or you can eat it in a lettuce wrap. However you wish.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, all you can hear Is chewing, huh? chewing This is spicy. <laughs> That's good. That is, uh, that is a dish that... We could only ever find at, like, parties. Like yeah. You can, you can go to uh, any Laotian restaurant and find it. I think some some have it, but you really have to look on, in their menu. So it's something that... It's more of, like, a like, celebratory. Like I love day. eating. Yeah. I don't eat it as much anymore because we have to make it all the time. That <laughs> was the perfect, first
2: but. Laotian dish I think I ever ate Yeah, for my birthday. I hadn't. I had a huge container of it, and I was like, oh, good, I'll have some leftover, and it got eaten in, like, half, <laughs> half an hour.
0: <laughs> I, I guess not. Okay, what uh, do we got here?
1: That's just lettuce to go with it, too. Yeah, yeah I, I, so it you can like take it brand. and yeah. put
2: it in. I love
0: it. What do we got? It's lettuce, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big bowl of so lettuce. So you put it in the lettuce? and You, you can, eat it. yeah, you yeah. can, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to eat it in here like this because I'm going to make a huge mess of myself, yeah. but the minute you two leave, I'm
1: all over this bad boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, you guys do fried chicken too
1: we do fried chicken. we had, the, we I had to we love fried chicken,
0: and I love that we had to, everybody's yeah. kind of getting back to fried chicken because yeah. it seems so taboo for so long, you know what I mean yeah, like everybody's i I'm all about health too, but just some things are they're worth eating yeah, fried, to, yeah. for like, sure
1: we had to with fried chicken i love I love fried chicken i anywhere I go. I'll have, I'll, I will have to have the fried chicken. <laughs> if it's on the menu, I have to try it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want a burger and a side of fried chicken, all right?
1: <laughs> Even if I had to take it home or whatever it yeah. is, I, I always have to have fried chicken, so it, that had to go on the menu.
0: Do you do it because you want to um, judge other people's fried chicken or see what they do with it, or just you just like fried I chicken? Like fried you just cream, yeah, I just like
1: fried chicken, yeah. I just love, like, I, I have to have it, like, anywhere I go. <laughs> I don't do it as much anymore because now we, everything that's, on our menu, and if it's anywhere else, I won't have it anymore. I
0: won't eat it anywhere else. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I told you guys that uh, Ray and Chris from um, from Clementines are here.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, a few weeks ago, and the size of your 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 restaurants are very similar in, in different ways. They're diff, totally different, but similar in a lot of ways. Menu size and price points for the food, and one of the things that he brought up was, you know they they make such great food and keep prices down by using high quality ingredients that are less luxurious but putting more work into the dish yeah. is is that kind of the philosophy you guys use also
1: yeah that's pretty much the exact same philosophy like we put a lot of thought a lot of effort into our dishes mm-hmm. um you know uh the kind of ingredients we use we we look for the, the the highest quality but it doesn't have to be like the 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 most expensive ingredient you know you, uh, and that's what Asian food is, right? Asian food is almost almost like peasant food. You know, mm-hmm. It's 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 you, you try to use as much as you can, like any any anything that's around you. So, mm-hmm. so that yeah, that's exactly the same kind of like philosophy. We have like just just put a lot of work. I'm all about we're all about technique, mm-hmm. like the kind, like proper technique into making things. So the, like the longanisa sausage, the lumpia, uh, we make in house. You know, uh, we've had a, a friend of ours come in or someone that we met. And now he's, he's a pretty good customer of ours, asking us if we have, like, little Filipino women working in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you? I can't <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> can't tell you, man. Just uh, pay your bill and get out. <laughs>
0: um, so I guess a lot of things in your restaurant are made from scratch. Or you use or you try to use local suppliers for a lot of things?
1: Yeah. Um, everything is made from scratch. If it's not, one day it will. One day we will. And, and when we find our groove and the space to, to, to make things ourselves, we will. Um, and just just supporting local. I mean, it's it's more than just a more than just a hashtag. We want to like we are like the definition of a small local business, and mm-hmm. we want to support other small local businesses as well.
0: Right. I think a lot of people who think that is just a uh, like a hashtag or the thing to do now, if they actually look at the businesses that uh, Manitoba has, Winnipeg has, or whatever city you live in, surprisingly you'll find so many good quality businesses and restaurants that you actually can go to instead of. You know, trying to go to a, a larger chain. There's things right around your neighborhood that you didn't even know if you yeah. look. Right, right,
1: mm-hmm. right. Yeah, because we're all about people, like meeting people. That's why we had. We had a wine tasting with Elevage last night, and we chose them because we knew them. Like, right. It's I like the 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 face to face. You know, talking to people, meeting people, and, and getting a good feel and vibe from them. You know, so that's why that's why we you know deal with a lot of local local businesses, as well, local suppliers.
0: It's a lot easier. The relationship's already there. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. the formality's gone and you can actually just cut to the chase and do what you need to do, right?
1: It's funny because they tell you in school, uh, you can't be friends with suppliers. You can't. They're, they're just there to get it. they money. tell you that? Really? Oh, they tell you. They told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, tell you that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying what school I went to. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever be friends with suppliers. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they just want your money and they just... Uh, but... They're just people. They're normal people. just like Right, you. trying to run a business like you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right?
0: Right. Okay, let's give people basic information, like how many does a restaurant seat?
1: 10. 10 seats right now. Yep. Uh, we have a temporary permit for 10. We're still working on our full capacity of 30.
0: Okay. But when, when is that going to happen? When do you anticipate that happening? You're, you're working on it right now? We're it's on it right in now. progress,
2: yeah. 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 Um, hopefully, just shortly after the new year, we'll see, I know a couple months maybe. Yeah, depends yeah. on how depends we on get how this, this month
1: and and hopefully by the new year we'll if not by the new year then a little bit after we mm-hmm. should have it all ready to go. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Um our hours and our address. That would be a good thing to tell
2: people. <laughs> right? Uh we are at one twenty six Sherbrooke Street. Funky and, little area. Like yeah. that area, right? Love it. Love it. So nice. Um our hours are we open at eleven, um till two thirty. And then we just close between lunch and dinner, reopen at 4.30 for dinner until 9 or 10 on the weekends and just closed on Tuesdays.
0: Okay. We were speaking off air about you guys have something special going on for New Year's, right? Let's talk about that. What's going on?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think we might post the menu today maybe on Instagram, but we've come up with our menu and we're doing a four-course dinner for three seatings in the evening, five, five, seven, and nine, I think are seatings. And yeah, you could check the menu out on Instagram, I guess.
1: Yeah, we'll probably post it. We we had it ready last night. I just didn't uh, didn't want to post it until this morning. Um,
0: and some some guy dragged you out in, in the cold <laughs> for an interview today, right? No, no. <laughs> we were busy, and now no. <laughs> so
1: that's a. Uh, The the few times that you can get a reservation at Cowhouse.
0: Right. On a regular basis, you don't take reservations. But um, for New Year's, you do for obvious reasons, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we want to make it a special occasion. We want to make it. uh, it, It's already a special day. We want to make it more of a special day for us, too. It's our first New Year's. So Mm -hmm. we'll do our our special four-course menu and uh, hopefully uh, have fun that night as well.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, If someone wants to make a reservation, how do they do it? Like a reservation for that night? Can they make it online or, or just call the restaurant?
1: Uh, they can make it. They can email at us. Email us at cajosrestaurant uh, at gmail. Yes. Or they can call the restaurant. It's probably better just to call the restaurant mm-hmm. to, and speak to someone. Someone there. Um,
0: speak to a human. Or you can. I guess you can
1: contact us through Instagram or Facebook. We're both on there too. So. So you can, get, you can go, go through that route as well.
0: Perfect, Randy, Kareen. Thank you for coming in.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is fun. Yeah. Thank Thanks for so lunch. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you.
0: I think I may have been a little too excited to dig into that food. Next, I have Tyler from The Local Frequency on the show to talk about the best local rewards program ever. See you after the break. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. The Local Frequency is a rewards program designed for people who frequent local business, and Tyler from Protegra is here to give us all the details. So, Tyler, how's sure. it going today? It's going great, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, no problem, man. Um, obviously, I have a ton of questions for you about, okay. this, uh, about this lovely app. You know I love it. But we'll start with... Uh, Buying local seems to be a growing trend with Manitoba. Mm -hmm. It's it's a really trendy thing, and it's a good thing. It's a good trend, in my opinion, here in other provinces. So maybe you can tell everybody about the local frequency and how it came to
3: life. Sure. So, uh, I mean, you're absolutely right that that there's a a lot of a buy local trend that's building these days. Um, Part of it, I think, is trendy because there's so many great places to go that are locally owned. But um, we see more importantly it being uh, about the economic impacts of, of shopping local. So when you spend a dollar at a locally owned independent place, um, the money recirculates close to three times as much as when you spend it at a non-local place. Um, so it's I mean you can find great gems that are local, and also your money is going farther, helping your community create mm-hmm. more jobs and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we think it's a great trend. Okay, so how can this that motivate local consumers to uh, you know support local businesses? So I think first of all, um, it's a collective of businesses. So the 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 main thing that we find people get benefit out of. Uh, is discovering businesses that they didn't know about before. I do so, it all the time. I told you that's, what my, yeah. that's my main thing. I'm looking through the list. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Exactly. Right? And so you can look. I mean, we have them listed alphabetically now, but you can also look at the maps. If you're in a particular area of the city, you might go click on a pin and say, oh, I didn't realize that that was a, a restaurant or a retail shop that's right in that area. Um, yeah. Awesome
0: database, especially with all the, all their stuff that they have, all their social media, their website, one touch. boom, Exactly. Right
3: there. Exactly. So if you did stumble across a place that you are interested in, it's, as you say, very easy to to, to follow them on whatever social media site mm-hmm. or get in touch with them or, or find out how to go there and what to buy and whatever it might be. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I don't think people really realize that like separate, you're a
0: small business but together that the numbers are staggering that's right. right i don't have to do all this work if i if, again the app allows people to go in there and you know if i'm using the app i can hey maybe my favorite store that i keep going into and i'm purchasing things and now i can go on that list and find someplace that interests me and now hey you know this guy's got a new customer so it does a really good job on doing that
3: right that's exactly right we we do see it as a shared service so these are the kinds of things that are usually available only to big business who has, let's say, a franchised restaurant across the country and they can get their own app and they can do all this kind of collective marketing. Um, but it's not usually available to a small, local, independent business. And they're awesome at what they do, um, but sometimes they just need a bit of help in terms of getting the word out. And For so sure. we're thinking that if we can do something that is, uh, passes on value to everyone involved, that we're going to be uh, kind of uh, delivering value to, to, to everyone. Thing. Right. And that's, I guess, the, the main advantage to this loyalty program as opposed to other ones, right? We think so.
0: Everybody's kind of collectively getting rewarded.
3: Exactly. Yeah. The money that that, that people earn with the app, um, the rewards points are really like local cashback that they can then spend anywhere in the community. So it's not limited to one store. Uh, the reward in and of itself is, is flexible. So it can be used at various places and just buy by even having that design uh, it allows for people to go oh because I can spend this elsewhere where else could I spend it mm-hmm. I'm going to go look okay so let's talk about the program itself sure okay so how do people collect and redeem rewards points sure so it's a um, it's a free app for your smartphone mm-hmm. if you have a an android or an, uh, an iphone uh, device and um, uh, or you can pick up a plastic card it's also free right um, and you you take this uh, you take your app or you take your card into any participating local independent business on the program and uh, when you pay, you show, your, uh, you show your code and you get 3% back when you pay with debit or cash and 1% back on, on credit card purchases. And uh, that amount sort of lives in, in your account as a local cash balance. And then you can spend those points like cash anywhere else in the network. So, for example, you could go to one business, let's say UN Luggage, you buy a suitcase for a couple hundred bucks. Um, you pay with debit, you'd get $6 back, Mm -hmm. six local points back. Now you can take those points and spend them on a coffee or spend them on a donut or whatever it is. And that business that you're spending the points with is actually being reimbursed with the money. So in the program, you don't have to worry about, oh, am I... Am I redeeming points somewhere and this business is getting the short end of the stick? Right. In fact, all the businesses on the program agree to how the points work and they let them flow amongst all of them. So it's really a true collective that benefits all the participants. Just awesome. There is no time lapse, right? So let's say I am I am in UN Luggage
0: and now I want to go and get a coffee somewhere that's, that's, uh, that's part of the program, you know, that's across the street right now.
3: I can walk across and get it. Exactly. Yeah. There's no delay. As soon as you go in and earn your points, you can go and spend them right away. It's Awesome a point is worth it's just a point is like a buck exactly yeah we we wanted to make it easy there's lots of other uh, loyalty programs and points programs up there where you know it's 10,000 points or or miles what does that get you usually yeah. not very far or anything at all so totally. like my 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 air miles <laughs> i think it can get me across the street exactly right so we wanted to make things easy to understand <laughs> to it uh, yeah <laughs> so so the points are uh, the points are just tied to the canadian dollar so it's really easy to understand that, that's good because i'm i'm not a smart guy so <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so um, is there is there a cost for people to to download the app or join the program? Any cost
3: there? Nope the the program is free. We wanted there to be a very low barrier to entry for for anyone who wanted to participate, and that's we, a true Winnipeg price, just so you know. Is a true, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if we could discount it, we would. So, and, and, everybody's like, <laughs> <free>. what? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the rewards that you get back are better than what you get on on a credit card and 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 those sorts of things. So, um, you're when you're using the local frequency, you're participating in a program that. Um, is really giving a, a direct channel between you and the businesses on the program. There's not a, a middle person involved that's taking a bunch of the value. We we truly just let the dollars flow amongst the users and the businesses in the program. So. Fantastic. Again, you're spending that money anyway. You know what I mean? So you might as well get something for it. You might as well. That's right. right. Okay, so let's talk about the local gift card.
0: Sure. Right? It's December. Christmas yeah. is coming up. And mm-hmm. I think this idea again, I, you know, maybe I'm... I'm, I'm probably too enthusiastic about it. I think I just think it's a great thing, right? Yeah. So maybe you can talk about
3: that. Sure. So uh, the local gift card is—you uh, can think of it kind of like a mall gift card, where you get some variety involved uh, with it. And when you're buying a gift for somebody, they don't have to go to one particular store. However, the difference with ours is that the the local gift card can be spent at any of the participating uh, local independent businesses on our program. So uh, if you're looking for a gift for somebody and you want to give them choice, and you also want to give them the gift of experiencing amazing local businesses. This is the way to go. Look no further than the than the gift card. Really, so awesome, right? Mm-hmm. You buy one card and it covers so many different businesses. Exactly, we have over eighty businesses and we're adding a few a week at this point. So um, the list is growing, and it's a great uh, a great set of businesses for for anyone on your on your gift giving list. I mean diamonds to donuts to whatever an <laughs> escape <wants> room <laughs> we all want donuts
0: come on man <laughs> wake up <laughs> it's fantastic uh, if
3: someone wants to purchase a, uh, a gift card how do they get it they just go to our website there's a little uh, frosty this, the snowman on yep. there and uh, um, click on that link and then you just go to the web store and purchase it and we'll ship it to you for free So killer man and
0: I'm all about the web I'm one of those lazy guys who buys stuff in his underwear yeah it's really it's easy great. you can do it in the evening <laughs> everybody's got a visual now it's not good <laughs> um okay say so, hey i know you can't go through the whole list but maybe you can give a drop a few of the vendors that are participating in the program
3: absolutely so um bernstein's deli uh fools and horses the manitoba museum uh oh donuts green carrot juice yes. o donuts, oh my god yeah uh the village pet open order terminal yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, Beyond Flowers, Enigma Escapes, and um, Barnhammer Brewing. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Barnhammer. Yeah, nice. Fantastic. Uh, yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love beer, too. Yeah. My God. Thanks for coming in, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. I no really problem. appreciate it, Kevin. We'll be back after the break to wrap everything up. This is Kevin Bergen on The Main Ingredient, and this is 680 CJOB. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into The Main Ingredient today. We had some great guests. Thanks to Randy and Corinne from Cowhouse Restaurant. And don't forget, if you want a great New Year's dinner, to give them a call and make your reservation. And also thanks to Tyler from the local Frequency, who is here giving all the details on a great local rewards program that benefits all Manitobans. The news, weather, and sports are up next here on 680 CJOB, so stay warm.
1: This is 680 CJOB.